Good morning, loved ones. God bless you. Welcome to today's morning podcast. I'm over here by a fire crackling in the background. Beautiful, cold day. Got my coffee, got my friends around me, got more books that I'm going to be able to handle and read. Let's go ahead and dive into see what God is telling us today. Um, We're going to start off with uh, December 1st, the uh, 12 and 12. Excuse me, the little 24-hour book. Let's go ahead and open it up with a prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change those things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. The fellowship is comprised of full of people that want to help people. People helping people help themselves help people. Help, help, help. I hope you are in good spirits this morning, that God has blessed you, and just shake it off. <clears throat> Whatever it was yesterday, it was a productive day, it was not a productive day, shake it off. But uh, go ahead and give me three things you would like to accomplish today, and three things you'd like to accomplish this week. All right? Make through, don't make it too hard on yourself. Okay, you got the three things for today? I'll tell you mine. Go to the gym. Eat properly. Read. Okay? that's Those are my three things for today. <clears throat> my three things for next week, for one week from now, is clean out, mop, and disinfect the patio, which is just dusty. Get rid of that old refrigerator and put in the new one. Laugh, laugh more. Make yourself laugh. Comedies, dog ventures, something. Think of good things. Okay, that's four. All right, a 24-hour little book, eight thought for the day. I'm going to go to the second paragraph. It says, having sympathy and compassion for all who are in temptation, a condition that we are sometimes in, we have a responsibility toward them. Sympathy always includes responsibility. Pity is useless because it does not have a remedy for the need. But wherever our sympathy goes, our responsibility goes too. When we are moved with compassion, we should go to the one in need and bind up their wounds as best we can. All right, let me go ahead and pray for you. There might be somebody that's going out there. Uh, I have a prayer request. I have a son that's got some kind of uh, bloated legs. I said probably because he's not eating enough greens, not enough potassium. Bloated, I mean, he's got rash. It looks like bees bitten him on the bottom of the legs down something like, uh, you know, it's real red and rash. So he, uh, name is Anthony. Let's go ahead and pray for him. And I'm going to include any of your children, any of you in it. All right, let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our children. We thank you for the, our, our friends, the loved ones that are in the vicinity of my voice. Lord, I ask that you send your angels to heal them. Send your word like you said, Lord. You are their shepherd. They shall not want. Lord, you make them lie down in green pastures and lead them besides the still waters. Lord, you restore their souls with grounding them and taking all that anxiety out of them by having them rest. Lord, you hold them in the cup of your hands, Lord God, 
how that nothing evil can touch them. Hold the, the audience, hold our children in your hands, Lord. We give them unto you, Lord, that you may protect them, heal them, make them come alive, and restore them to their right minds and their right health and settings. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So be it. Be fixed up. Our next reading is from uh, Elnon, December 1st. The meetings were the first place I've been in a long time where people invited me back. And after listening to my woes, I'm so grateful they did because the meetings was my last hope. I thought that I would kill myself if I didn't do something about the alcoholism in my family. Later, when members of the group asked me to make coffee, I was happy to do anything to repay them for their love, yet no payment was required. They loved me whether I was involved in service or not, even when I couldn't love myself. Elanon is the only thing in my life that I've been dedicated to, the only thing I ever felt consistently good at. As I do service work, I see myself accomplishing things, giving, receiving, growing. I see my progress as I learn to learn and as the lessons become part of me, I take them into all areas of my life. Today, I like to think that I, I get to take an active part in the growth of Elnon through service. I'm not doing Elnon a favor. Elnon is doing me one. I actually, I actually thrills me to remember that I'm allowed to take part. You let me. Today's reminder. Listening, hearing, thinking, and reading about a spiritual waking are fine. But if I really want this gift, there is something I can do about it. I can get involved. Amen. And with that, I want to thank you so much for coming in today's reading. Uh, let's go ahead and pray out with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back. November 29th. Obey the word of love. Whoever keeps his word in him, the love of God has truly been perfected. 1 John 2, 5, New American Standard. Many people, believers included, think love means having warm feelings about people. They think of love as an emotional thing, but love is not a feeling, and feeling is not the evidence of love. Love is a person, and action is the evidence. God is love, 1 John 4, 8. So to be moved by love is to be moved not by feelings, but by God himself. What does God move us to do? He moves us to obey his word because whoever keeps God's word, in him the love of God is perfected. What does keeping God's word have to do with living in love? Think about it for a moment. The word of God is the expression of God himself. Since God is love, everything the word tells us must be loving so if he wants to walk in love all we have to do is act on the word whatever it says to do we just do it 
If we follow that simple guideline and put God's word first, we can come through the most complicated, challenging situations in victory. We can overcome every scheme of the devil because love never fails. It can't fail because God is love and God cannot fail. Love people unconditionally by acting on God's word and you'll see miracles take place around you. You'll not only see others blessed, you'll find yourself stepping into greater blessing than you ever known before. Walking in love by obeying God's word will even cause your finances to increase. A friend of mine experienced that years ago when he went into the television and radio business. He wanted to buy a station from a Jewish man and told him, The word of God says that if I will believe you, God will bless me. So I'm going to see that you get the better part of this deal. Most people would be afraid to say such a thing. They'll be afraid of taking, being taken advantage of. But that deal turned out to be exceptionally profitable for both of them. My friend was a tremendous Christian witness to his Jewish friend. And they ended up preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ together on radio. When love rules, prosperity can flow. So commit to living the life of the love of God today by determining to obey the word, no matter what. Then watch God turn failure into success again and again, at home, at work, in any situation. You can improve it yourself. Love never fails. Our next reading from Limitless Love, Kennedy Gloria Copeland is Miraculous Realm of Love. Scriptures, John 14, 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Every true believer at some time in his life longs to walk in the realms of the miraculous. He hungers to operate in the supernatural power to fulfill the words of Jesus by doing the works that he did. And even greater works than these he longed for that because he is divinely ordained, destined at every born-again child of God. The Lord let me know years, years ago, however, that for us to step into the fullness of that destiny, we must first have a greater revelation of that love of God. He said to me, A revelation of my love is the highest revelation of the church because I am love. To have a revelation of love is to have a revelation not of what God has or what he can do, but of God himself. That's why God is revealing his love as never before to his people today. The day of his coming is approaching and is a time for us to step into our destiny. I believe with all my heart that is the revelation of God's love in the church that will usher in the great resurrection. When the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me about this, he said, My people must learn to walk in love. They must realize that my love is alive and powerful, that faith works by love and that in love there is no accusation for stumbling. They must understand they can walk and be perfect in love before they come to heaven, and that is they they do. 
That love will protect them. I want them to know the reality of my word that says, Above all things, have a fervent love for one another. The Greek text of that scripture in 1 Peter 4.8 says, Above all things, have a, a white hot love for one another. The Bible says we are baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. Luke 3.16 That fire is the all-consuming love of God. God's love will consume sin and death. It will consume the work of Satan and absolutely swallow it up. Today, there's a vast army of men and women who have made the decision to do the works of Jesus. They have committed themselves to live and walk in the realm of the miraculous. The love of God is the key to walking in that realm. There are things available to us as we walk in the love of God that are not available to any other way. In this day and hour, we as God's people are taking a rightful position, dedicating ourselves to God and renewing our minds with the word, we are setting ourselves apart from the carnal ways of the world and committing ourselves to walk in the love of God. We are moving toward our divine destiny through a relation of God's love. December 1. For love's sake, take care of yourself. In Galatians chapter 5, 13 and 14, For brethren... You have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for any occasion of the flesh. But by love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Galatians 5, 13 and 14. The life of love is a life of continual giving of yourself to others. It is God-centered and others-centered instead of self-centered. When we're walking in love and we face a decision, our first thought is not, what do I want to do in this situation? What will make me happy? But what does the Lord want me to do here? What choices will enable me to be the greatest blessing I can possibly be? That doesn't mean we neglect or take care of ourselves however it doesn't mean we ignore our own spiritual and natural needs it is not loving and right to go on and on working endlessly on behalf of others until you work your, yourself to exhaustion if you do that long enough you will reach a place physically that makes you ineffective spiritually you end up bankrupt with nothing left to give instead of being blessing to others you'll become a burden to them there was nothing loving about that. Years ago, I made the mistake in ministry. I had such a drive and desire to serve the Lord and preach the word to those who were hungry to hear it that I overcommitted myself. I wound up preaching seven days a week. I didn't even take a day to rest. That's not scriptural. And anything that is unscriptural cannot possibly be done in love. After a while, I got so tired I could hardly make it up to the step of the airplane to fly my next to to fly to my next meeting. I remember thinking, I must be the most tired man in the world. The reason I wasn't, I was drawing strength from my spirit, giving it all of the time, without taking time to rest, replenish myself. I really believe if I had kept it up, I would have killed me at an early age. But thank God, the Holy Spirit showed me my mistake. I repented and made the change. It's been years since then, 
and I'm still going strong serving the Lord and ministering to people today. As you learn to walk in love, remember that you can only be a blessing to others if you take good care of yourself. Take the time to maintain a strong spirit, a refreshed soul, and a healthy body. Do it not out of selfishness, but out of your desire to be a blessing to others. Because you're, you love your neighbors, be sure to love yourself. That way you'll not only be willing, but able to keep on serving them for many years to come. Amen and amen.